The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, mission partners for more than 25 years, Peter and Ann Pretorius, share their broken hearts for the starving children in Africa. When I met you, I was a broken man in the sense of understanding the plight of the poor. You know, when you see how a, a child suffers and how even their skin begins to fall off their bodies and how that deterioration occurs, that's not right for any kid. time with you and the people here in this room, this, this studio, uh, you're here as prayer warriors and partners to pray for the will of God to be accomplished all over the world. I'm James Robinson, Betty, and I welcome you to life today because it's about life. And it's about what God wants for us in life because he said, I'm come that you might have life, life and have it abundantly. Not abundance necessarily in life, but the abundance of life that is so meaningful, so adequate, so sufficient so actually satisfying that you can have that abundant life without abundance. You can know what it is to abound, as Paul said, and be abased, to have and have not, but have the life of God living in us. And that's what we want to talk about. We've got a couple of miracles here. Peter Pretorius was miraculously spared. He is like a dead man walking. His medical doctors, every time they see him, sir, you're a miracle. You're not supposed to be here. It was no way a man could have ever been in a situation to die more quickly, easily, and over a long period of time when there was no way to get him back. He's here, miraculously restored. I'm talking about Peter Pretorius and his wife, Ann Pretorius. Betty and I were brought together with them over 25 years ago as one. Mm. There he is on the continent of Africa. Here we are in the United States. They would look oftentimes to the United States and say the people there have been blessed. And they bless the nations of the world, and they can help us, and they can help our poor. And Peter and Ann came from a life of what you might call success in South Africa, where the nation was divided. God changed their life miraculously. He went from being a Formula One race car driver and a tobacco farmer to being a missionary with a broken heart that's renting a truck, getting trucks, filling it with food, and taking it to the neighboring countries where they were dying in every direction, and he began to give them food, and he's never stopped. And when we met him, he was feeding about 10,000, and then we took it to a half million because you took it there. And we went beyond that to doing so much more, drilling water wells and giving people clean water that never had it. Peter Pretorius faced death this year, and God miraculously raised him up. He and Ann are here with us now. We're going to talk about the mission outreach that you've made possible and you have impacted a continent. But I want to tell you something. The best has just begun. Would you welcome Peter Pretorius and Ann Pretorius <laughs> All right. If people want to see the program we just did yesterday, they can watch it online. You ought to watch it. We talked about how you faced death. You got the miracle of life. I want us to talk about the life we want to share. Peter, when I met you, you showed me Soweto in Johannesburg area of the poor. 
And while we're standing up on a tower and we're looking at all these little places, a lot of them similar to where I live sometimes as a boy without a father. And you said, these people are poor, but this is not their real poverty. And you wanted to show, and you, did you see something in me when I was listening to you that you thought maybe James would be one of those Americans or one of those Christians that might care if he could actually see. What was your feeling? Because I know you heard me preaching. I was preaching a kind of a nationwide uh, conference, a crusade in South Africa. Well, what, what made you want so much to tell me what you were seeing? You know, James, I strongly believe that human beings release vibes. You know, you know when someone loves you. They don't have to tell you. And in fact, if they tell you they love you and they don't, you're so not. And when I first met you, I, I really felt and realized that you're someone who has a heart for the broken. You're someone who has a heart for the poor. And I mean, my heart had just a few years, a couple of years before that. We met in 88. That was in 84 that I spent 10 days in, in that distribution a village where more than 300 people started. In Mozambique. And that broke my heart. I mean, when, when, when I met you, I was a broken man in the sense of understanding the plight of the poor. And that's why I said to you, you know, these people are poor, but they're not really poor. You know, they're not poor like the people we need to help. Um, it's so unjust, James, for for any child, I mean, you and Betty have both experienced it, for any child to die of starvation. And you know, starvation is such a, it's such a terrible disease. You know, when you see how a, a child suffers and how even their skin begins to fall off their bodies and how that deterioration occurs, that's not right for any kid. It's not right for any human being, but especially for a child. And you know how precious those African children are. They just climb inside oh, your heart in five them. minutes. Big time. I mean, they are the most incredible kids. Yes, they are. They can have nothing, and yet they can be happy. Yes. They can literally be starving, and when you speak to them, they have a beautiful smile. They're just the most precious children. Oh, boy, indescribable. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just... Uh, I wanted so much, if you could show me what worked... I wanted to be a part of it. And you asked me and Betty to come back. Yeah. And, and we went in, when we landed in Mozambique, the uh, Marxist, communist, gunships, airplanes, war uh, planes, fighters, soldiers, it was all over Mozambique. They were being thrown into the throes of, of communism. They were in a war with uh, uh, the government and Renamo, the fighters, and it's just, just terrible. People fighting. Betty and I are trying to sleep in an old hotel refurbished and they're shooting each other in the street with AK-47s. And we just want to know whether we get on the floor or go out in the hall. And when we went there, Peter, we saw miracles. I took a Baptist deacon with me because I said, you know, God's the same. And he was saying, well, I'm not sure these things. We saw blind eyes totally healed. We saw one woman totally blind that didn't even have pupils. Her, her eyes were gray matter 
and she was instantly healed in front of thousands of people and my deacon buddy and me and Betty. And she could see with those those eyes that appeared to have, she could read, it was amazing. Yeah. She could see things in front of her. She could see everything mm. we were doing and the whole people saw it. And then we saw someone had been crippled, paralyzed all their life, healed and got up for the first time, total atrophy. They had no muscle development. They're walking. They never moved in their life. We saw miracles and it wasn't, it was almost like that was minor. Of course, to us as believing, you know, we sometimes just think it, you don't have those anymore. They passed away. But all of a sudden we saw he's the same. But the big thing was we saw hurt and pain and we saw love rushing to it in you and the missionary workers that were just there planning their lives in the midst of suffering with so much love. And all of a sudden we got our arms around all these little kids. You took us with these refugees were starving and just trying to find yeah. a river where there was water, there was no food, and y'all are feeding them, and we started helping. And Peter, we started 25 years ago, and we've never stopped no. because we saw the love of God never fails. I mean, that was a, a wonderful birth of an outreach together, wasn't it? Mm. It really was, and I mean, of it's such an example of people working together, partnering together, achieving things together. I believe that's what the body of Christ should be. Mm. You know, that we can actually join hands and, and make a difference uh, for people. It's a long time already that we're working together. And yet, you know, the joy of it is we both experience the fulfillment of helping people, helping them from starving and so on. And yet it's also created an incredible friendship between us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, love has this ability not just to reach those who are broken, but actually to unite and bless those people who draw together and, and help. I mean, even the, the thousands of people who have helped your ministry in helping us in Africa, they have in their hearts that same um, attraction to love and fulfillment and mm. partnership and and although we can't necessarily be friends like we are friends that same spirit is there in the love of Christ yeah and they all all of you want to go to the mission field uh, you really but you are going and what the missionaries say is we don't have time to take care of American and European tourists uh, if anybody wants to come here come and stay at least six months because it's enough to take care of Betty and James and their video teams <laughs> and all their people who come in. Uh, and and they, we just stay wherever we have to stay, don't we? If we sleep on the ground or wherever we yeah. sleep when people are shooting each other, we're there. But here's the deal. You are sending us and you, you have enabled them to stay and, and you're not empty handed. So Peter, when we say to the viewers, you've helped save millions of lives. That's not an exaggeration, no, is it? It isn't. And when we say we've led more than 10 million people to Christ as a result of that love, just in the areas of Africa where you've worked, that's not an exaggeration, is it? No, it's not. We're actually up to 11.3 million. 11.3 million people. That's people who have openly, publicly, and if they can write and take materially, that have said, I've given my life to Christ. And then they have translated. How many languages now have you translated Bible training into of the African language? How many languages? Into 64 languages. Into, did you hear that? Into 64 languages. We have asked individuals to help pay for that. We as Life Outreach have just said, okay, we have some resources here we'll give you. We never did make that a program, but it's a part of what we're doing with the whole outreach. And what do you feel? And, and I kind of want you to, I know, I know you love us. You know we love you. Mm -hmm. I want you to talk to the people all over the world. And by the way, Australia, UK, Canada, God bless you Canadian people. 
people in South America and even Central America now, all over the world, Asia, are beginning to help. I want you to let our viewers know what it means to you all as missionaries and to the missionaries and the thousands of mission workers that we have that love undergirds the people watching. Can you tell our viewers mm -hmm. what it means to have their prayers and their financial support? You know, James, it, it's so life-giving. It, it's, it's a demonstration of what's in our hearts. And for those of us who are on the ground, we, we want to stay on the ground. That's our gift. That's our ability. That's our strength. We can be there being the hands and the heart reaching out to those in need. But we need the backup. We need the backup forces behind us saying, I'm here with you. I'm praying. I'm sending my contributions so that we can keep you doing what you can do best to carry our hearts and our love to those that are in need. And that's what happened when we connected with you, James. Our hearts were knit together for a greater purpose than we even saw at that time. And through the knitting of those hearts, God has been able to use us taking hands and achieving things that have been way beyond what we ever even dreamed of. And you were the answer to our prayers because I don't think you know the anguish we were going through saying, God, we're surrounded by need. Help us to find people who will understand this, who will knit their hearts with ours so that we can bring a solution. And, and it came. Immediately, your hearts were connected, and we felt the courage to say to you, go back and do what you can do to keep us here mm -hmm. so that we can reach more. And even today, we are continually surrounded by the needs of the people. The pain of the people is what we carry in our hearts continually because the needs are there. But we also know that we can take courage because of those of you that are out there who can reach out and help mm -hmm. and say, I want to be a part. It's a privilege. It's an honor for me to be a part, for us to be able to partner together and make a difference for the kingdom of God and for a transformed world of true value. Peter, you seem to feel some sense of comfort coming to me and presenting indescribable heartache and pain and need. Why do you feel like you can come to me? Because I know it's in your heart to respond, James. You know, and ask God once, so why do you why do you send us to all these war-torn countries? And he answered her. He said, because you'll go. Because you'll go. <laughs> and it's kind of the very same reason. We ask you because we know you'll do that you'll, you'll respond, you'll do something. Your heart is, is to do something. And you know, at the moment, it's almost like I've been transported back into 1984, James, because we've had this terrible drought in Southern Africa. Yep. You know that in, in South Africa, we have lost over 90,000 cattle mm. just lying dead on the fields. And I mean, we are, there was a report just two weeks ago by the UN that said we are short of seven and a half million tons of grain mm. to stop starvation this year. Mm. So, you know, I am so concerned in my heart that towards the, the second half of this year, that we're gonna see things like we saw in 1984. And I don't wanna go back there, you know. I, if I have to, I will, of course, but I don't wanna go back sure. there. I wanna see it help come to those people. Yeah. Let me just say that, that uh, please hear me. I, I'm, I'm kind of an easy uh, pitch for people who, who see pain because they know if I hear about it, I'll care about it. And, uh, 
I want to help. I just can't tell you how much I want to help everybody. And the only way we can do anything is that we do it together, because Betty and I are limited. Uh, Betty and I are among the most faithful givers of anything that we do in mission outreach, life outreach, or our church. We just are. We just we love it. And that's our ministry. And by the way, we're ministering to you every day. Food, spiritual food, because that, that's primary. Because if you don't get the spiritual food, nobody's going to meet needs that doesn't have the heart and love of God. So we're trying to help you every day. We love you. But I'm just going to tell you, we can't do any more. We can't do what we've done without somebody like you. And here's the thing. There are a lot of people watching who help. And you're just waiting. You say, I know, I know every time I watch you, James, you're going to ask us to help somebody. And you never fuss at me for it. You actually thank us for giving you an opportunity to make a difference in somebody's life. In other words, to be like Jesus, to touch the least of these, to give them a drink of water, to give them food. Thank you for being that way. But here's the thing. There are many of you, as a matter of fact, the majority watching have, have never fed one of these kids. You watch, sometimes you turn off once we get away from helping you spiritually, encouraging you, you're gone. And that's too bad, but you're not now, you're there now. So you're here for a reason. I believe you're to be an answer to the prayer of Peter and Anne and the missionaries. And I believe you're the answer to prayer of some mother who's trying to save her kid's life. And some mother that doesn't have enough nourishment that she can nurse her baby. And they need food. And we know where they are. And we know how to get the food to them because we got volunteers who plant their lives in the midst of the suffering to help them and save their lives if they're not empty-handed. So that's where every one of you who are watching come in. In other words, you don't have to just be one looking in anymore. You can be one that step right into the need and meet it with love. And that's what I'm going to ask you to do. Because we're going to join with Peter and Ann right now to feed 400,000 children that are in critical need, but also to establish school feeding where we're going to try to have the resources to keep feeding kids at school so they come to school and their little minds grow while their bodies are growing. And it'll help them come. It'll increase attendance and it'll make them able to learn much better. So we're asking you to do that. Peter, we're going to, we're going to show our viewers when you and I first started. And one thing you're going to see right off the bat, you're going to see Peter, Peter had wavy hair. And I had long black hair. I had black hair. Yeah. And you had brown hair. Not great. <laughs> right. And, you know, we, we, we looked okay. The girls had a reason to say, well, but now y'all know why we like these guys. I don't know why they like us now. You see, our but hair is still the same color. It's still exactly the same. <laughs> you all are the same. We're going to go. I want you to go back. I want you to go back some 25 years ago. This is when Peter took us right into the heart of pain. And I want to tell you something. Our life was never the same, but neither was yours. And listen to me, millions of lives were saved because a few at a time, you helped a few, another few, millions were saved and will be. Watch, watch very closely. Successful teams are made up of individuals who partner together to accomplish extraordinary things. The partnership between Life Outreach and African missionary Peter Pretorius has resulted in millions of lives being saved in the mission feeding program. The need for this type of program became apparent when Peter Pretorius found himself stranded for 10 days in a war-torn village in Mozambique. About the fifth day I was here, there was an old man came out of there. He came walking across the clearing and I could see that he was very weak. I went to help him and I assisted him, half carrying him, and came and sat him against that very tree. And 
I went to get him some water, and when I came back, I shook him by the shoulder. I thought he'd gone to sleep, and his head toppled forward. He was dead. I just stood and I wept. And I said to God, I said, Lord, I don't know anymore. And you know, God spoke to me and said, my heart is like your heart at the moment, only more so. And thus, mission feeding began. Eventually, food factories were built and fleets of trucks were needed to deliver a nutritious food mix to remote African villages and schools. And now, over 25 years later, there are still hundreds of thousands of children living in food-scarce villages who depend on the partnership between Life Outreach and Peter Pretorius for a daily bowl of food at their school. See, one thing that's great about the villages and schools in the villages is it draws kids from a five to 10 kilometer radius out of all these tiny little villages. So yeah, you can see you don't have a big village, but you have 500 kids who come to the school and they're coming from the whole area. So it enables us to have a point where we can do nutritional feeding that brings the kids in. But you can see the need of the kids here, James. There's a protein deficiency in nearly all of these children. You know? They desperately need the food. So we've got, a, we've got an immediate opportunity to provide yep. really for their future. And it's chronic. We have to do it now. Father, I thank you for what we've just seen. I want to thank you for this 25-year journey and above all, not only for Peter and Ann and the missionaries, but for all our viewers all over the world who've made this outreach possible in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. I, I want to thank you for praying us into that place. Uh, I, th I think Betty and I have three children that have just magnified the Lord, and we have 11 grandchildren who are magnifying the Lord, have a little great-grandson, he will. One of the reasons I think is you've really prayed for us, and from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You prayed for us when we lost our daughter, and you loved us. Thank you. But let me tell you what you've done that's more meaningful than I can put in words. You've helped us put loving arms around the suffering like you just saw. And you've seen a, a journey with Peter Vitoris and Ann and Betty and me for more than 25 years to save millions of lives. And that report comes from the national governments and reports from those nations where we saved their children's lives and went into war and actually won both sides in the war and watched miracles of healing, indescribable miracles. And it's because you made it possible. So what we're asking you to do right now, and I'm praying, Betty, I'm asking God for the greatest support in the 25 years that we've worked with Peter and Ann in missions. And that every single person will say, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna be the answer to that kid's need or that mother's prayer. I, I'm gonna take three children or five children or 10 children in my arms. I'm gonna care for them. 30, 50, 100. We can feed three, five, or 10 children for the next months. That's right, 30, 50, or 100. We can sponsor a school and feed an entire school with an average of 140 students for $1,400, $5,600, and you sponsor a school for a year which includes feeding all the need and feeding those that come. It's an incredible outreach. There is a level at which you can participate. Be an answer to their prayers. Be the miracle they hope for, the miracle they need. Right now, go to lifetoday.org or dial the number, 
go get your bank card. I wish you'd want to run to get it and come right back. Lifestay.org or dial the number. Take that bank card and make the largest gift you can, the one God puts on your heart. If you could sponsor a school for a year, do it. For, for a few months, do it. Whatever you can do, if you could feed three, five, or ten children, do it. Father, I pray everyone watching will be moved by your spirit to do that which is meaningful, which is miraculous for those who have a need in Jesus' name. Would you be that answer to prayer? Would you be that miracle? We will send you some gifts. We will send you the wonderful teaching by some of the greatest women in this country teaching you about life. Thank you for making the gift. Thank you for going online. Thanks for making the call. In remote and impoverished areas of Africa, families are suffering, facing death by starvation, and those hit the hardest are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, ready to feed and care for these children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With all of our previous reserves gone and Southern Africa facing its worst drought and food shortage in years, we urgently need to replenish our food supplies to reach 400,000 children counting on us. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or 10 children for the next three months. Please also consider a special gift of $1,400 to help sponsor a school and help feed 140 children for three full months. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you the brand new audio series, Living Your Destiny. Hear five outstanding Bible teachers and women of faith share how to live the life God destined for you. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive The Longing in Me by Sheila Walsh and Unashamed by Christine Kane. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more, be sure to request Majesty, our 2016 commemorative bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or go online today and make your gift of life to help feed and care for hungry children. You know, I want, to, I want to mention this because I, I prayed and I mentioned that I'd like to see the largest response we've ever had. In other words, everybody watch, decide to be the hands of Jesus and help. You could get a busy if you're calling. Be determined, write the number down, call until you get through. Or you can go online, make the gift God puts on your heart. Ask for living your destiny. These women, and you know most of them, they are so gifted and they will bless you. And the books that are being offered, Sheila Walsh, The Long In Me, this is classic. Christine King's book, listen to me. We want to be a blessing to you. We want to thank you for being someone's miracle. And let's together thank God for the miracle relationship, the miracle healing, and what God is doing through this beautiful couple, Peter and Ann Pretorius. So you say thank God for you. You know how much we love you. So glad to see you smiling, folks. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you for blessing others. You call until you get through, okay? Put arms of love around somebody. Thank all of you.
his new book, The Stream, James Robison charts a plan for spiritual revolution in America. The Stream, available now online and at retail bookstores. Anytime you are in a net of shame, your enemy is laughing at you. Getting out of the net tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.